right? Go buy from your competitors because in a similar product line and go through their experience, right? What's something that wowed you? Uh, a way to look at it is like, what did you get? And you're like, wow, this was not impressive so that you could not do that. Or there is something that is impressive so you can you know, mimic it. Hello and welcome to the Optimized Store Owners Show, a podcast that helps frustrated store owners become optimized store owners. We are your hosts, Aaron and Christian. We want to invite you to join us each week as we share tips, tactics, and strategies from the most inspiring entrepreneurs in the e-commerce industry. This podcast will help you add flexibility, stability, and happiness into your life. Ready? Let's go. Howdy, y'all. I hope you are doing well. We have an awesome episode for you, especially if you're a little weary about what's happening in the world. This episode is all about making your business quote-unquote recession-proof. You're going to learn these three things and more. Number one, what is working for you right now? How to double down on that to grow the business. Number two, how to focus on your cost per acquisition and where it will pay off for you later in your business so that you can continue to grow and not have to focus on what is the return on ad spend right now. And number three, how to strategically cut unnecessary costs. And no, you do not need to cut all of your costs. You should not be cutting marketing. We're going to talk about unnecessary costs and how you should be strategically making changes in your business. All that and more, guys. Enjoy. All right, we're back. Hey, Christian, how are you doing? Hey, doing great. How are you? Long uh, time no see. It's been a long time. And uh, actually, yeah, we haven't seen each other for a couple of days. But anyway, this is a this is an exciting episode. I think the, the title may sound a little gloomy, but the, the important part is that we're talking about solutions for recession, which technically as of the recording right now, we're still like two or three weeks away before we actually find out if there is a recession. We're just kind of assuming at this point based off of like what people are saying. Because I know you have to have like two down quarters in a row for it to be like, quote unquote, the, a recession. But we wanted to get this out there to people so that they have an idea of like what to do in case there is one. I don't know. Yeah. And I think this is something that everyone needs to be talking about i mean all business owners need to be talking about and things that um not things but this is something that happens right it's it's a sort of a cyclical thing that will happen in the lifetime of your business maybe multiple times um so it's just good to know what things to do what things not to do um and just be prepared well, I was going to say, what I, I can't remember exactly what the number or the date is, but those people who started a business after like 20, 2000 and maybe 2012 or 2013, maybe, they never have actually been through a recession. Like, this is one of the longest times in the, the US economy, at least, that it's never been affected by or has never had a recession. Now we had COVID and um, you know, there was a downturn there, but other than that, there really hasn't been an actual recession. So this is new for a lot of business owners because most people haven't been around for, for 15 years, 20 years. This is for people who've been around for five, seven, eight, ten 10 years. So, um, a lot of value there. So let's get started. Um, let's, the, the, the first thing I want to hit on is, um, like not overcomplicating this, right? What is actually working in your business right now? And this is good advice for, not only right now, if you are like in a recession, but also just in general for your business, what's working right now and continue to do more of it. Like a recession doesn't mean that you have to change everything. It just means that sometimes you have to to be laser focused on what is already working and then do more of that. Like it, 
it, if your Facebook ads are working, then just continue to do more Facebook ads. Or if your podcast is working, continue to do more of the podcast. For us, the YouTube channel, right? The YouTube videos, if, if there's a downturn, right? We may want to pump out more YouTube videos. Um, so don't overcomplicate that. I don't know if there's anything to necessarily... And we want to add to it, but it's just kind of like your initial thoughts, Christian, if there's anything um, about overcomplicating, I guess, or just in the, in more depth of that, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I think the other thing would be not to, you know, in line with what's working for you right now. Um, also, not like don't stop doing what you're, what you're currently doing, right? Just because you're in a recession um, doesn't mean that you should cold turkey, stop everything and, and all that, like, you know, like you're saying. Maybe it's not the best time to necessarily test new things. Um, and if you do test new things, um, you know, just be more cautious and um, more conservative about it. Um, but yeah, like you're saying, it's it's whatever it's working, that's what you need to to keep doing. Um, and to be honest, like I was looking through some of our notes and a lot of the things that we're saying here are things that, you know, you should be constantly doing. Um because this a piece of advice of double and triple and down on something that's working for you um, should be always taken, right? Um, no matter what it is that you're doing, if you sort of hit a, a lull on Facebook ads, but then TikTok ads are just going crazy and working really well for you, then um, maybe stop doing Facebook ads and go full on, you know, with TikTok um, and just take advantage, right? Because these platforms, they tend to to do that. You know, they, they become cyclical in, ten, in terms of, you know, Facebook at some point was the end all be all and like it was amazing and it worked really, really well. Um, and now maybe not so much or maybe it's just harder to right, to, to track on whether it's working or not. Um, but take advantage of, of the newer platforms and the newer features, right, um, that some of these platforms are, are, are launching. Um, that's what yeah, I would definitely say about that. I think a good point that you kind of brought up there just um, in a roundabout way, which is that Everybody says, oh, I don't want to invest right now because the market's so high. I don't want to pay more for it. When the market's crashing, people are like, oh, no, I'm not going to invest now because the market's crashing. I'll lose more money. But if you think about it for your marketing, if you know something that's already working, the good thing about a recession is that there's going to be less competition. You're going to be able to reach more people. It may take more people that you reach to get actual sales, but... The competition is going to be lower because there's a lot of people, probably somebody like you who are listening to this and like, well, we're going to cut back on our marketing. We're going to cut back on our advertising. We're going to cut back on what we're doing here when really that's a recluse mode. And yes, you should have cash on hand, but you should also be continuing to do the same things like what Christian was mentioned earlier, like continue to do the things they're doing well or find new areas in the market that are an opportunity to double down on. Um, and I think that comes down to our uh, next point here, kind of a good transition here is the one thing that you can continue to do that a lot of people have, I think, taken advantage of is not just acquire new customers, which you should. You have to acquire new customers, but take care of the current ones. Make sure the experience is really good for them and then make sure that you get the most out of them. Um, I can't remember exactly who the video was from, but they were calculating inflation. They're saying like, you know, at the time of this recording, the inflation is like 8.6%. I actually think it's much higher than that because of the way that they calculate inflation is based off of like, if you can find alternative goods, the same products or similar for a lower price. So if you wanted to buy one block of cheese for $4, but there's an alternative for $3.50, they're just taking the percentage difference between that and they're like, oh, okay, well, you can have a cheaper alternative, but it doesn't take into consideration like consumer basis. Also, the uh, one third of inflation I found out is based off of like housing. 
And they, the, what they really do, this is interesting to me. I was like, this is crazy. I don't know if you know this, Christian. So what they do is they ask people, they survey people, like a thousand people or 200 people or whatever the, the number is that they need to survey. They ask them, they say, hey, if you are going to rent out your house, how much would it cost you to rent this out? And so then they base that off of like, oh, okay. So this person thinks, like literally I'm doing air quotes right now. This person thinks they could rent their house out for this much. And so then they take the average of that and they say, oh, okay. So the average cost to rent a home or the average cost to own a home in this area costs this much and it's risen by this much because people believe this is how much they could rent their house out for. Not based off of any numbers, not based off of how much it costs to sell, not based off of the interest rate, nothing like that. It's literally surveyed by homeowners who say, how much would it cost for us to rent our house out? And then they base that off of it. That's not how people buy houses. People do not, they do not buy houses like that. So my point to bring this all together is that take care of the current customers that you have right now because they will continue to spend with you, right? Um, for example, there's some things that you know, like if you're if money's getting tight, you may sacrifice on. Marketing should not be one of those. You should continue to dive deeper into what's actually working for your marketing or find somebody who's more effective for you. Um, but that all comes down to the customer experience because we've gotten too complacent with let's just focus on acquisition versus retention. And I think during a recession, we've really got to focus on re- retention and um, maybe not so much as acquisition. I mean, we do need new customers. They just may be more expensive, but it's a lot cheaper to keep those current customers with a great experience than it is to uh, go out and try to find a new one. Just so much harder and more, more less cost effective to do so. Yeah, um, I'm doing a currently a customer optimization um, course, um, customer value optimization course, and they talk a lot about customer service and customer experience and how, yeah, the ninety percent of, of brands they they focus a lot on that acquisition and they don't pay attention to anything beyond that, um, and even things that seems so simple um people are not doing that the some of the latest videos that i was watching was just literally very simple things on packaging and providing a way to enhance that experience because if you think about it that person who just purchased something from you for the very first time they're they're in a sort of regret phase whenever they purchase something on up until they actually get that that product so they don't they really don't know what to expect um during that time period so um and if you go you know that that time period and yet when you actually do get the product and the experience of opening the package um it's it's very poor then i mean you're just not gonna you know feel good about this company and something as simple as and i was i was uh watching this video where the guys opens a box and the first thing after you open the box and you know, you're excited, you have this new box, you open it. And the very first thing is the invoice. That's like a slap in the face reminding you, this is how much you've spent with us. And this is the, you know, the receipt for you before I even get to actually see and touch the product. I'm getting an invoice in front of me, um, for, for the cost of this product. So, something as little as that, which I actually seen a lot of, right? I've said, I've opened a lot of packages where the very first, the top thing is just that invoice. Um, it's just not a good experience. And just little things like that, that you don't really realize that you're doing 
um, that is really truly affecting right the the cus- that customer experience. So um, I found that course very very interesting. Um, there's a lot of different little things that um, yeah customers or brands are not are not doing when it comes to to that full experience um, and something that it just it needs to improve constantly. And this is what I, I was referring to earlier where. This is not just for a recession. A lot of this advice should be things that you're doing on a monthly basis, just just checking on it. You know, what is it that we can double, triple down on? What is it about the customer experience that we can improve this month? Um, just doing those little tweaks uh, will go a long way. Hey, so owners, are you ready to grow and scale your online business predictably and profitably? We've created a free 15-minute training that will walk you through the five key areas every online store needs to achieve financial success. You can grab the free training by going to optimizestoreownercom forward slash ecom dash training or clicking the link below in the podcast description. Again, that is optimizedstoreownercom forward slash ecom dash training. Yeah, and to your point, I think it comes back to asking the question like, what would I like to see? Right? Go buy from your competitors, go buy from like go buy something you actually want, like in a similar product line and go through their experience, right? What's something that wowed you? What like and really I think the a way to look at it is like, what did you get? And you're like, wow, this was not impressive, so that you can not do that, or there is something that is impressive so you can, you know, mimic it. Um but along along with those lines, right? So creating the great customer experience. Um, doubling down on what actually works. The uh, the third thing, right, that most people talk about during a recession is cut costs, right? Cut your fat. Um, and we all have fat in the business, right? Each quarter, Christian and I try to look through, like, where are we spending money on like subscription stuff that we're not using anymore? The the point here for this third one is like cut costs. But if you don't have anything to cut, don't worry about cutting it, right? There, there are things that you have to cut um, to be able to make it, right? You you're gonna have to make that business decision, but. You could all. It's so much easier, um, and this is something I just learned personally over time. It's so much easier for you to make more money than it is to cut things. Now, if you have unnecessary things that you're paying for that make no sense at all, cut them. But the biggest mistake I see people make during a recession or during times like this is they cut the hands that feed them. Right. So you're like, well, let's cut down on our marketing. Oh, well, the marketing's bringing in sales. So then, you know, 90 days from now when the marketing isn't there, is our, our sales going to be even worse? And you're like, oh, and it must be the economy. It's like, or the fact that you just cut down everything that was actually bringing in revenue or you didn't focus on the customer experience. So that's why we, I, I don't think we did it on purpose. But in order of importance, number one, double and triple down on what's working. Number two, create amazing customer experience. You should thrive to be the best customer experience in your category. And then third, cut any unnecessary costs. If it's generating revenue for you, right? if there's a net positive result, then just leave it. If it's actually costing you money, then get rid of it. And then just really focus on making more money because it's a heck of a lot easier to focus on making more money than it is to just be so penny-pinching and cutting costs so much that you end up... uh, cutting off the hand that feeds you or like literally just devastating the business because you cut something out and um, it's hurting you, right? For example, you you get rid of the marketing company that was doing all the creatives for you. And then now you have to have your internal team do it. And then they slack on the customer experience side of things because they don't have the time to fulfill packages. And then it's like a really bad cycle that it just keeps getting worse and worse. And that's a flywheel that kind of hurts the business. So make sure that you're cutting costs that are actually causing like detriment to the business. That should be something, again, that you're doing even outside of a recession. 
Yeah. And I think a, a couple of things to note there, you mentioned that, you know, a lot of people do stop marketing and I don't think they realize that a lot of the way that marketing works is momentum, right? And that's, I think that's one of the biggest things that you're alluding to where you stop marketing cold turkey and you start it back up afterwards, you're just starting from zero all over again. You know, Facebook and all these platforms, they use machine learning and AI to understand your the, the trends and what's going on and all that. So like you stopping zero, like it's not going to bring the data that, that Facebook or TikTok or Instagram they need uh, in order to run effective ads. Um, hold on one second. Um, so one, that was yeah, just one point that I wanted to to reiterate when it comes to marketing. A lot of people don't realize that marketing does take into account momentum um, quite a lot. And then <clears throat> the other thing we think, you know, cutting costs is like, and we've done this too, um, almost every quarter. And again, it's something that you should be doing every quarter. Um, it's not just things that you're not using, but the things that we are using, or maybe we were testing some sort of app or something. We did it on a monthly basis. Can we do it on a yearly basis and get some sort of dis- discount? We actually did this with 99% of, of the apps that we were using. We were on a monthly and then we said we could save 20% off on almost every single app and platform uh, that we needed. And that way you're also, uh, saving some, some money there and also always be looking for alternatives. Uh, we haven't done this too much because obviously when you keep growing and you're maybe a bigger company, it makes it a little bit harder to switch from platform to platform, but bigger companies do this all the time where they they could be using, uh, I mean, just an example, a CRM platform like ClickUp and they figure out that Salesforce is actually 50% cheaper and they can actually do more, right, with, with better features and better infrastructure. And companies do that all the time. And obviously the employees, <laughs> they hate it. Um, and it's it's growing pains, right? And and it just, it's learning curve. But if it's going to save the, the company 50% on, you know, the, the cost of the CRM platform, um, then absolutely go ahead and do something like that, right? Um, so don't be afraid to switch apps. Don't be afraid to um, do the yearly subscriptions to to save money there too such a good point and i think that's after this podcast what you should do is just literally go through uh, the what we've listed off here and just sit down with you your business partner somebody else and just go through the line items that actually make sense but then really be thinking about doubling down tripling down on the content creation or the ways to generate that you're generating business right now which for most of you who are listening, it's going to be on the backbone of content creation. And then the experience side of things. How can you make that experience better? Because there's a lot of things that you can do to help with that recession um, or to kind of mitigate the recession. And then I would, what I do want to mention is that I believe the longest recession on record was like 18 months. And so don't worry. It's not a forever thing. Um, this is just a tiny blip in the radar. Most of the time, it is on a positive note. So you just got to ride this wave out. Doing these things will help put you in the right position to do so. Um, and then as a side note for you guys, if you're more of a visual learner, you do want to um, see something, you should definitely check out our YouTube channel. It's just Bit Branding over on YouTube. You'll find it that way. There's an actual video. I'll link in the show notes of this episode that talks about... Uh, that we released a couple of months ago, actually, that was about recession and like how to grow your business through a recession. It's just more of a visual um, side of things in the marketing side. 
um, as well. So if you want uh, to do that, make sure you check out the show notes for it. And if you are just looking for more tips and tactics and strategies to grow your business online, um, you can go and check out the show notes as well and check over our YouTube channel. That's more visual aspect and there's new content for that every single week as well. So thank you guys so much for listening. We will talk to you next week. Bye. That's a wrap. Before you go, screenshot this episode and tag us on Instagram stories at BitBraining and let us know what you thought about this episode. And next, make sure to leave us an honest rating and review on Apple Podcasts. This helps us reach more people and continue to improve the podcast for you. All right, guys, have a great day and we'll talk to you next week.